Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. We're going to talk today about our favorite places or our picks for where we think we might buy for different price points. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, welcome. I hope you had a great week. And uh, first of all, Please subscribe if you haven't yet. We would love to uh, be able to provide information about real estate to you every week through our new podcast, which is now two months old, and um, we're just enjoying it. Yeah, I, and uh, it's pushed my boundaries. Very happy to be doing this. I'd love to hear from people about what they think about it. Uh, yeah, we get a bit of feedback. Any, any ideas of things they'd like to hear about even. Yeah, I'd yeah. I'd love, love that. That would be great. And you can reach out to us in a number of different ways. You can uh, hit us up on any of our social media pages. Um, by the way, if you follow us at Janelle Cameron Team, then uh, you'll be notified every time there is a new podcast download. You can go on our website. Um, and, you know, like, yeah, we're happy to hear your thoughts and get some feedback and it's funny, there are not many things that you do just kind of in a vacuum. I know. And I don't know if you and I are the only ones hearing ourselves. I know yeah. we, we do know that people are, we do get people, people are enjoying it, it seems. It does, mm. and they're listening, which mm. is great. We were a little concerned, we'd just be talking to ourselves. And then we realized we didn't really care, because <laughs> <laughs> right? we do this all the time anyway. So we might as well just be paying for a studio to do it. <laughs> and, <laughs> all right, so I thought this would be kind of fun today, because our last episode focused too much about covid So today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our, that was my, sorry, the bell ringing was my foot hitting the table. Um, So I thought we could talk a little bit about where we would recommend each of us that you consider buying for different price points if you are thinking about buying. That makes sense? Yeah. Sort of. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Just because, you know, we have such different we have different opinions, mm-hmm. and um, I think people want to know, right? Mm-hmm. But it, uh, we, let's do that. And before we do that, though, I don't often get the question posed that way. Well, I have 500000 to spend. Where should I live? Oh, I do. I get people who know where they want to be. Mm-hmm. And so I don't often have to give them some examples of where their money could go. Right. Anyway. You mean the people that say, um, I have, I would love a detached home. <laughs> it has to be right on the subway, south of Bloor, and I have 450. <laughs> yeah, those are all the people I get. <laughs> <laughs> those are all my friends. I get my fair share of those. <laughs> In case you're wondering, you can't get anything for 450. Um, oh, yes, you can. Not south of Bloor on the subway. Yes, you can. <laughs> Not detached. Oh, no, no. Oh, you mean no. having rooms? No. Yes, no, no. no, no. Yeah. Well, there's the no. odd garage space. <laughs> um, okay, so um, let's start with saying 500000 I think that's a good price point. So you've got $500,000 to spend, and let's just leave it open. Condo, house, GTA, what would you do if your client says to you, I've got $500,000, and I know everybody's circumstance is different, but just in a nutshell, what would you recommend, given the time we're at right now? Um, 
this is not um, my topic um, because I think there are so many what ifs that I have, find it a hard question to answer. I mean, today your answer. The right? answer is going to be different depending on if you're single, if you're a couple, if you're older and downsizing, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. renting and moving out. But I would say in general, yes, five hundred thousand um, in the city of Toronto rules out a house, mm-hmm. and so you look right away. You're looking at a condo. Yeah. So the question is, would you refer people? Given the times we're in, right? Most people working from home. All that kind of stuff. I'm not talking about age, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Would you steer people toward a city condo or a suburb home? It depends on the people. Okay, well, this okay. is this exercise isn't going to work <laughs> if you see that. So uh, I would say generally uh, I am a... I am a couple of things. Generally, I'm a, more of a fan of freehold homes than condos for the long term. Um, But I'm more a fan of putting a stake in the ground and buying anything anywhere rather than continuing to rent. Um, I I believe that probably home equity growth uh, grows quicker than condo. Maybe not always. Mm -hmm. So I probably slant towards, well, my experience is more with homes. And that's what I would probably instinctively go more towards. Okay, except, I'm going to change, change it up. Except mm-hmm. in this market, I would do condo. Yeah. I would do condo downtown. Okay, so here's – I'm going to change it up to make it easier for you. Well, you answer the question then. A downtown condo. Yeah. That's so, my answer. That's what I said. At this yeah. time, my answer would be downtown yeah. condo. But I'm not done. So let's say $500,000. Your choices are – if you're going to buy a condo downtown, let's do this, or anywhere in the city, and you want a condo, where would you? What would be your recommendation? Where to go? Mm. I think that even at five hundred thousand, your options are limited. They're limited, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there is going to be a return to the the city. So I see great opportunity to buy something that you never would have had the chance of before at that price point. So I would buy something that has all the key criteria that we always would have told somebody about. So something that's in a a desirable neighborhood, close to transit, kind of a niche building if you can, call it, or kind of boutique-y. I would stay away from, you know, bowling alley condos, high-rise kind of towers, that are like condo ghettos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like um, more closer to Bloor and even north of Bloor as opposed to right down by the water maybe, okay. other than great buildings down by the water. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Where would you go with 500? On the other hand, I also love some of the new developments, maybe a further third, but also condo, but like out in Birchcliff mm-hmm. where you can see the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get that completely. So for five hundred thousand, or Etobicoke, some down there by the water. Yeah, uh, but five hundred thousand is. Um, I would is be steering limiting. people to Young and Shepherd, Young and Finch for five hundred thousand. That would be my recommendation because you get the biggest bang for your buck there. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for, you know, five hundred thousand isn't a lot, but you can probably get a little bit more. Right. If that's all yeah. you have. See, I err on. Um, I err on a smaller place. In a more coveted, in the long-term location. Yeah. Okay. 
Let's raise the price point. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about both suburb and condo at the higher price point. Let's say 800000 You have 800000 and you have a client who wants now to buy a freehold home, and likely that'll be the suburbs. What location would you recommend for them? Well, as we've seen because of COVID, many of those locations are no longer attainable at 800000 That might have even been 18 months ago. So um, your pickings are getting slim mm-hmm. again at eight hundred. If you're if you're talking about freehold homes, um, but I think you can, like so Durham, for example. I don't know what you can get in terms of a mm-hmm. home. Oh yeah, you can get you? you can get a townhome and um, yeah. Whitby, and that that would be yeah. so. Uh, my recommendation would be Whitby. Yeah, I like Whitby. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can still get even a freehold, um, detached, smaller bungalow in Whitby right now for under eight. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I like Whitby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would pick Whitby. Um, I like the West End. Like, Where in the West End, though, for at that budget? It would be hard. So yeah. um, I can't think of... Burlington, Oakville, there are certain Little pockets, pockets yeah. mm-hmm. of uh, townhomes that maybe you could get. Um, I would probably do that. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm going to have one pick, it's going to be Whitby. Yeah, I agree with you, Whitby Joyce. Now... Let's talk city condo. What would you pick for eight hundred thousand? What's your what's your location? Eight hundred thousand gives you quite a bit more wiggle room. It's still actually not a lot of money in the city of Toronto, but it gives you a bit more wiggle room. I think I would. Um, I don't know that my answer would change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would be looking midtown. I would be looking at Tobacco mm-hmm. down by. I'm drawn to the water these days. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm drawn to, like, um, the east end of the city and Etobicoke, mm-hmm. Mississauga area. Yeah. Um, but you can certainly write downtown Toronto. You can get more for 800 than mm-hmm. you ever, than you could have before. Yeah. Um, 800 actually is not a bad price point for bad. a condo. You can get two bedrooms for 800. Yeah. yeah. You can get about 700 square feet, yeah. maybe eight. Yeah. Um, there are a few specific buildings that I would choose, but I think in general I would uh, gravitate toward Young and Eglinton because mm, there's see, some, I will. yeah, I love it here. Uh, I'm, I say here because we're sitting here right mm. now, uh, and I would gravitate toward uh, Mimico, like the South Etobicoke exactly. area. I would go there. I don't. Uh, I'm not. Um, I'm not a uh, big proponent proponent of Young and Eglinton right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I get that. Yeah, that, that would pe- appeal to whole, that clearly appeals to a whole bunch of people, judging by the b- amount of work going on. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Well, it's central for people. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's raise it a little bit. Let's say you're going up to one point two million, and that gives us a little more room. We can now buy a home mm-hmm. in Toronto. Yep. In some areas. Right. You can buy a nice condo yeah. or you can go outside of the city. So here more than ever, it you've got because you have options, it depends on what's important to you. Yeah. Are you a young family where school is gonna be really important? Are you um, handy and open to the idea of, you know, taking care of a property uh, yourself? Or do you like the idea of just paying maintenance fees? This is where, because you have options, your personal tastes are going to matter. So let's say a client comes to you and says, I've got $1.2 million to spend and I want to buy a house, Mm -hmm. not a condo. Where would you steer them? 
And then the school and all that kind of stuff aside, where are some neighborhoods or some communities that you would think would be a good option for them? Well, I find, do you find this, that if you're uh, you're a kind of east of young, east end person, you always are, or west end, you always yeah. are. So I, I am an east end kind of person. So I'm drawn to, you know, what we call E1, 2, 3, 6, 8, kind of the east end, uh, southern part of the city. Uh, I'd be looking there, acknowledging that you might not be able to get as much as you could in other neighborhoods mm-hmm. further afield. I have clients like around, um, you talk about Young and Shepherd around there, and you can get a big lot and uh, an okay house there for that price. Might mm-hmm. be considering that. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, I don't know. How, where, where about you? Yeah, I would say... Um, I see, I'd rather... Okay, I would rather... Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> I'd rather have a... Um, is this true? I was I've, I was going to say something, and I don't know if it's even true. I was going to say I would rather have a, a house on a busier street or in a semi-detached house in a great neighborhood uh-huh. than a big detached house on a big lot in a lesser neighborhood. Uh-huh. So that's why that's why my answer is that. So in you know in the east of the city, you're going to get a little probably a little um, semi with no parking, uh-huh. but that would be my choice. Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I would say if we're talking houses, yeah, um, I would be inclined to feel the same way. Yeah. I've always been more of a neighborhood kind of person. Yeah, the feel of the place. Yeah, and, and not as concerned about what I have. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be more my choice. Yeah. But I'd also be researching some burgeoning areas where yes. you know you could get something now for one too. But we don't believe. That it's going to stay one two for right. very much longer. So catch those neighborhoods mm-hmm. before they happen. But I would rather live, I think, in um, in Halton or Durham than I would in a neighborhood in Toronto I don't like. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. if I could find if something. If you were restricted. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like I'm a huge fan of some areas in Mississauga. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Oakville. Love Oakville. Mm-hmm. Um I really like Durham, parts of Durham. Um, You know, I would be probably more inclined to stretch out along the water. Yeah, that's exactly what I feel, too. It's the water that's the driver. Yeah. But, you know, I would take a condo in the city all day long. You want action. Over, yeah, Yeah. over a house anyway. So if somebody said to me, well, yeah, that's the question. So for 1.2, you're starting to get a lot more options, right? Yeah. So 1.2... Generally, people is going to get you somewhere around 1,200, 1,100, 1,200 square feet. And that's, that's not always, but that's a kind of about what you're going to get. It's still not very big. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be inclined to choose um, probably, I might, you know, along the waterfront, I probably would still do in Etobicoke. Um, I like Queen's Key, sort of anywhere along uh, Queen's Key to be, you know, kind of really central I, I love young and eglinton um i would probably be looking at some of the really cool lofts in the city which would be hard to get for 1.2 but mm. um especially if they're a little larger but some of the you know leslieville type lofts along carla mm. or, or um yeah see and, and that's there. why it's just such a hard question to answer i might be looking at um a bungalow maybe with a basement apartment in the guildwood mm-hmm 
because I don't want to be in the action. Yeah. Um, but like the idea of being close to the water and uh, like a, not ready, not like not ready for a condo, maybe. Yeah. So with the same amount of money, I I might choose that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's what, kind of what I was hoping for today is that we could kind of give people mm-hmm. a bit of a you know perspective yeah. right of all the different places yeah. that I, you could go for that kind of money i do think though that you have to listen to what your realtor tells you in terms of kind of hone in on some neighborhoods and when your realtor tells you you are you know nothing has sold for under 1.2 in that neighborhood in 5 years <laughs> then really we shouldn't be looking there yes exactly i find people i know it's listed for 899 <laughs> but the last one sold for 2.6 right. and i find the uh, feedback I do get from people is that they're they're hung up on a neighborhood, yeah, and uh, have a hard time adjusting to that reality. Yeah. So what I would say to people is free your mind of that kind of um, dedication to one neighborhood and be realistic about what you can get. Because yeah. if you open, so you've got one point two, and as we've just discussed, we talked about all the different ways your lives could go and your different kind of purchases you can make with that money. But listen to your realtor. You know, when your realtor says, you know, you're not going to get a, a detached home on a 30-foot lot at, uh, you know, Woodbine and O'Connor, you're you're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen, and there is no... That's uh, not even There's no value. bubble bursting. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> but what if the market goes down? Would we be able to afford it then? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. The important uh, words in that sentence were what if. And yes, that's right. When was the last time that happened? Also, it is kind of funny, and this is a good point to mention, is that um, if the market corrected and the neighborhood was averaging about 1.5 for that type of property and there was a slight market correction under no circumstances would that 1.5 million dollar home all of a sudden become 1 million Mm -hmm. and so i think that's important to know Mm -hmm. because if we had a market correction which we have not Mm -hmm. but if we did and we were talking five percent that's not a lot of money Mm -hmm. so just keep that in mind Mm -hmm. so if you had and that, that's why, interrupting again, yep. that's why the old kind of adage, location, 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 is so important. Because if there ever were a correction, if you're, you know, your um, position in a great location is going to moderate some of that correction. Yeah. So location matters. Yeah, so it does. These options are it important. Does matter. Yeah. Don't, you know, think of those things when you choose where you buy. Yeah, As well sure. as what you buy. Yeah, because, that, and that's that's a, a really mm-hmm. good point because I, I live that. I live on a busy street mm-hmm. and... Well, we both live that. Yeah. You live on a busy street in an amazing neighborhood. I live in a big dump in an amazing neighborhood. Right. Um, now, that big dump in an awful neighborhood you know, could suffer more. Right. Mm-hmm. And mine does the same. Mm-hmm. When the market's right. really good, busy streets are great. Yes. When the market isn't as strong, busy streets not so good. Right. But yeah. you're still in a great location and it's not going to be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do face a gas station on mm-hmm. one side and a <laughs> and a rough looking apartment on the other, but that's okay. Well I I newly as That's of, city life, man. That's city I newly life. as of Monday have a um uh, speed light flashing in my living room window. Oh, nice. <laughs> Excellent. Good yeah. thing is it's COVID and nobody's driving right. down my street. It's so like the it's big black. Petro Canada sign <laughs> I've got in mine. <laughs> it's a big sucker. You know, the biggest adjustment I've had in the last week um, because of COVID is the sound of hockey pucks. The number of people in my neighborhood, oh. my backyard is surrounded by backyard rinks. Oh, my God. Hockey pucks all day, wow. all night. Anyway, right. I digress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we could go on about that. <laughs> okay, so let's say you had unlimited money. You I know have where you would go. You told us uh, you've told us already. You would go to Rosedale, right? Oh, well, if I would go to Yorkville, I would buy Yorkville oh. condo. Is what I would buy. And, it, and if I was going to buy a house, I'd go to Rosedale. But unlimited money, I would buy. You know, a twenty million dollar. Twenty million, we're talking about. I'm talking unlimited money. <laughs> like you can live wherever you, but you have to stay in the GTA. Twenty twenty million in the GTA. I'm by the water. I think in Oakville. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where I am. Yeah. That'd be nice, too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of house to upkeep, though, over there. Well, I've got $20 million. I'm not True. going to be doing the upkeep. No, you've got the... <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I often think about that. And um, our obsession, which I actually believe is shifting uh, for size. Right. I think there's been a real shift away from the focus on square footage. Um, but I often think, like, I take up one square foot. Right. <laughs> right. So well, you can only be in one room at a time. That's kind of what I always think, right? And I'm like, I need to have... Like, you don't. Yeah. What would you, for what? You just need, and COVID has made this clear, you just need getaway space. Yes. You, know, you, need. you need getaway space, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, the benefits to me of condo life, because I don't live in one and I would like to, are the amenities. And I would only live in a condo that had lots of amenities. Well... That's going to do me jack shit right now. I can't do, can't use any of them. But in an ideal world, I want to be able to go downstairs, use the pool, right. use the gym. So unlimited funds, you're in a condo in Yorkville. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And I'm in a house in Oakville. I'm yeah. Older. I mean, if I had to stay here, I, you know, I probably would move. I don't know, even know where I'd move with unlimited money. But You mean if you didn't have the GTA? If I didn't have to say the GTA, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I, I think, would float. Yeah, I think I would always want a base here. Yeah, I, I there's no city in Tro- in Canada like Toronto. Yeah, in my view. Yeah, yeah, and then just kind of float around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> when the lottery comes in, you'll know. <laughs> Where do you find most of your clients want to be? What is the hot? What are the hot neighborhoods for you and your clients? East End along the Danforth. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be there yeah. in my, my world. Um, Side remains talked about a lot amongst my clients. Mm-hmm. And where I am at Young, uh, Lawrence Park North, they call it, Young mm-hmm. and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, you know, anecdotal in, in, the, in my world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a lot of people that are looking for a starter condo now. Mm-hmm. In downtown, so yeah. we're talking a lot of uh, people looking under four fifty. Yeah, um, yeah. So now I'm getting conversations about um, low end, at least price point wise, condos downtown uh, along the Danforth in the East End, Lee Side, and North Toronto. Okay. What about you? I would say I still get a lot for Leslieville. Yeah. Uh, and the beach. Yeah. And to some degree, Etobicoke. But I would say most of the conversations I have with people are. I really want to live in Leslieville. I don't think I can afford it, so we're going to go to East York mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or we really want a condo, you know, in Yorkville, but we can't afford it, so we'll go to Etobicoke. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would still say I, I predominantly get the East End stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of sad, though, that you're getting people who say they want to be somewhere, and they but they know that they can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Sad, but at the same time, I think, like, n- next time. See, the my East York people along the Danforth, they want to look at East York along the Danforth. It's right. not their second choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I get a lot of second choice. But 
you know, as we've always said here and elsewhere, I think it's better to just get in the market. Mm -hmm. Nobody, and this is an important point for anyone who might be listening, don't expect to get your dream home the first time around. Like if you want three bedrooms, three bathrooms, a main floor, family room, and a two-piece and you and this is your first house you're probably not going to get it mm-hmm. like it's just the way it is mm-hmm. i know people that have millions of dollars and still can't find what they want it's mm-hmm. just it's the reality of home shopping right mm-hmm. you have to make sacrifices mm-hmm. like this whole concept of trying to find a place is right. is about making sacrifices right. yeah i often think you know um I often have conversations with clients like about the long-term nature of a purchase, and I, you know, nothing is or has to be forever. No, at, at least you've bought something, and you have now a conversation we can have. Right? Why? Do, why? I wonder. Do people have that in their heads? Is that how they were raised? Maybe. I mean, so I've I've helped clients buy their first home, and they will never move. Mm-hmm. Like they they were they got married and they bought a house and they will never leave. And I and they're younger than me. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess that's maybe our how we were raised and and our perspective. Whereas I've always come from the step up program, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is a step up. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to. You step up and then you step out of the game altogether, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I guess just different perspectives. Um, but I think that's important. Like you don't have to. You don't have to be looking at this as. A 10-year home. Mm-hmm. Like, why does it have to be a 10-year home? Why can't it just be yeah. three-year? Speaking of which, my parents recently celebrated their 48th anniversary in their house. My God. 48 years they've lived in the wow. same house. And they live in an area I would I would like to live in. They live in a great area, yeah, actually. It's part of East Stewart called the Golden Triangle. Yeah. I love that little pocket. Me too. And I don't know why. It's so mm-hmm. leafy. Yeah. It's very pretty. Yeah. But it's not accessible to anything. Not accessible on... Um, Driving you can. It's easy to right. drive. But, the, but right. you know... That's it. But yeah, this, that's this is a good point. Like, mm-hmm. for, for people who are picking a community... You know, you got to figure out, let's say you know you want to be in the city. Well, what do you have to be close to? Yeah, what can you give up Yeah, and still get what you're looking for? Right, or like yeah. what's really important to you? Do, you? do you need to be within a walking distance to a Starbucks? Yeah. Or the subway? Yeah. Or both? That's why I always talk to people about, let's do two lists. One is your must-have list, and one is your would-like-to-have list. Right. And let's see, you know, where we can find a neighborhood that you know, covers as much of that as we can. Yeah. Yeah. My husband said, I just want to be able to walk to a Starbucks. Right. Uh, He didn't see our house. Right. When we made an offer on it. Right. I remember Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But there was a Starbucks. Mm -hmm. There was a Starbucks. I get that. It's actually no longer there. Right. (laughs) Interesting. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Starbucks are closing up. Yeah. I read today there's there's 30 locations Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it kind of all depends. Uh, Be realistic. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen to your agent. They they know their they most of them know their business mm-hmm. and they know what they're telling you is the truth and it's reality. Yeah, and figure out what you yeah. want out of life, yeah. right? Like what is it mm-hmm. what's your end what's the end game? Yeah. Like not the next year or ten yeah. years or whatever. Nothing but has to be forever. Yeah. And drive around. Oh yeah, that is a big one. Drive, drive around. around. Yeah, because you will unearth little communities that you never even knew existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I find with most people, you just feel Mm-hmm. A neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I was down last week, couple weeks ago at, at the uh, Oakville waterfront, oh, which I, I know it. well. And mm-hmm. like at, at uh, Brawny Road at the in right at the bottom of Brawny, that condo, 
beautiful condo in that community. I was just like, oh, my God, it's like a little slice of heaven down yeah, here. lovely. Just beautiful. But there's mm-hmm. little pockets like that that maybe mm-hmm. you don't know Oakville, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you definitely want to live in a condo and you think you can only be in the city, but you can live in a condo anywhere. Mm-hmm. My parents live in Ajax on the water. Like, mm-hmm. it is a beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful view. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of the better views I've ever seen. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the condo itself is also lovely older building but there's so many places like that that you just don't even know exist and for some people that they wake up every day and say I just want to see the water yeah I'm starting to feel more and more like that Mm -hmm. Um, and I've never lived by the water I think that may be a sign of the times because of the tranquility right like Mm -hmm. that we're all sort of seeking this need for peace Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah makes sense I don't know Mm -hmm. I Uh, hope that was interesting I don't know I I I thought it was maybe not as interesting as I was hoping it was going to be. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> You're too analytical. I thought I was analytical. <laughs> All right. Anything to add about that? Uh, just that I said at the beginning that you're either an, an East End person for life or a West End person. Oh, yeah. I've always said that. You never cross the river. But you know where I, I would, another place I would cross the river for if I could afford it was the Kingsway. Yes. Yeah. The Kingsway is to die for. I love the Kingsway. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, yeah. well, I feel the same way about High Park and, and yeah. uh, Blur West Village. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Never on my... Yeah. Yeah. But actually, I, before we wrap up, let's talk about that. This is important. I did want to mention what? this. What are our top five neighborhoods in the city? That we like? That we like. That I like that you like. I'm gonna, I'll go first. There, in, no ran, in no particular order. I would say um, High Park slash Blur West Village. Lovely. I would say the beach. Only because mm-hmm. I live there. Mm-hmm. Might not be on my list. I'm not sure it's on mine either. I do mm-hmm. live there, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I would say Young and Eglinton. Also mm-hmm. not on not be list. on my list. Uh, Rosedale, absolutely. Beautiful. Uh-huh. I mean, who's going to argue that? Who's going to argue that? And Young and St. Clair. Slash Summer Hill. Love that. Yeah. that's That would be the first on my list. Yeah. If I were downsizing, if I had unlimited funds to get what I wanted, I would yeah. go to a condo at Young and St. Clair. Yeah. I think that would probably yeah. be maybe my... Yorkville. Yorkville. you got to have Yorkville. Yeah. Did I say that? No. Oh, I'm at six already. Um, Yorkville, I would do... Leslieville, I love. And I love Riverdale. It. Riverdale. Love it. Love Riverdale. Love... Um, um, oh, my gosh. Plater States. Yes. Love that part of the Danforth and I'm those winding streets and the leaves and trees. Love, love I'm there. including that all as part of Riverdale. Yeah. I've spent a bit of time kind of a, in the junction lately. And it's kind of... It's grown on me. It's got a little bit of um, yeah. kind of funky feel yeah. that I could do a little bit of. I like um, Rossesville. I'm not sure I'd live yeah. there, but I like it. Yeah. In Etobicoke, south Etobicoke, I really like I like it. I don't know that it would be for me. Yeah, I used to. I mean, I do a lot of work there, as you know. But this summer, being down there for the first. so nice being on the water. It was so hopping. It was the most lively, vibrant community in the city by a mile. The restaurants were packed. People were happy. But it's all, it's like condo towers. Yeah, it's all condo towers. So that, to me, takes a little bit away from the community feel. Yeah, not me. I, I dig that. Like Young and Shepherd, for example. That's yeah, never going to give you the warm and fuzzies. No, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, those. So I said five. That's like ten. Yeah, I, there are ten. You just said the whole. Those city. are the communities I would live in. There's a whole bunch I wouldn't live in, but those are the ones I would live in. Yeah, like the junction is one I would not live. I think I might. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
nice, but not my not my thing. I'm more hype, you know. If I could walk a bit further south and go to Hyde Park, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree there. Um, and I like neighborhoods that um, have diversity in both the demographics of who lives there, the restaurants, the stores. Mm-hmm. That might be, you know, my core problem. Personally, this is just on a personal nature with my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's pretty homogeneous. Yeah, I guess it is. And yeah. uh, I lo- that's what I like about Blur West still. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, very uh, much more driven. It's a similar feel of a neighborhood, yeah. but much more diverse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. That makes, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why we like the city, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any others on your list that I haven't. Uh, no, I think we've said every neighborhood in the city. No, we definitely have not. <laughs> I did not say East York. Oh. Mm. I'm not an East Yorker. No. Um, again, part nice. of my definition okay. might be a place you didn't have to get in the car to go to get something. And mm-hmm. That's often the case in East York. Mm-hmm. I like one thing I love about my neighborhood and the neighborhoods that I've mentioned. In each of them, you can walk to that's get right. a loaf of bread. Yeah. Um, I love that. Don Mills, Banbury is another one. Beautiful community, not my thing. No. Uh, for the same reason, me for too. For the same reason. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about the bridal path. Like, love yeah. the bridal path. Who doesn't? Right. But I wouldn't want to. Yeah. One uh, neighborhood that neither of us has mentioned is Forest Hill. <sighs> I I have a problem with Forest Hill mm-hmm. in, in, in that it's, and I feel the same way about Side. It's too remote for me. It's mm-hmm. in the city, but it's. Forest Hill is the village, which is great. But other than that, I don't. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a little. I got to walk a little bit too far, and mm-hmm. I do feel the same thing about Lee Side. Depends on what side you're on. If you're on the Bayview side, if you're really close, that's great. Mm-hmm. And I do have a bit of a problem with that in the Kingsway too. It just depends where yeah. you're at. Oh, you have definitely. to be kind of, yeah. you know, if you're right, yeah. right no, at it's, Bloor, it's, it's great. Much more remote, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, I mentioned my love of diversity. So you know, uh, similarly. Um, I have no idea what I was going to say. Yeah. It's gone. Sorry. Somebody had a lack of diversity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, no, I need an, an area that uh, um, I am close to. Oh, I know what I was going to say. I think that some neighborhoods in Toronto can be cliquey. Oh, yeah, Lee Side. And so that's, that's what yeah. I say. So yeah. uh, it kind of along in the con- same context. Yeah. Uh, Lee Side not, would not be the place for me because yeah. I'm not, you know, 5'10 with long blonde hair and a ponytail wearing Lululemons. Right. I, it would be too cliquey. There are lo- few neighborhoods that are cliquey. Yeah. And uh, so I look for a neighborhood that is diverse and not cliquey. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I, uh, I, re- s- I regain my thought. Got people it. do say that about... about uh, Side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. But, you know, the people who live there love it. Yeah. So. Yeah, they do. And it's, I mean, it I, It just really depends, I guess, on, mm-hmm. on what you feel. You know, some of these trendy neighborhoods, like I wouldn't have been caught dead in Leslieville mm-hmm. like five, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But now I quite love it. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. the Riverside part. I agree. Or Moss Park, like I, yeah, I like it. Mean, mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, before not so much. So I think, in summary, you like being part of the action. You like yes. vibrant activity going on. I like being close to it, but not right in. Right, it. right, right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, if I was talking outside of the city for communities, I would be more inclined to the uh, like. I love Port Credit. Oh, gorgeous! Yeah, mm-hmm. like Oakville, mm-hmm. obviously. Love Burlington. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I, you know what's really pretty, but I would never live would be like Aurora, King City. Yeah, why gorgeous. You? Just too remote for me, but too but far. For me, I wonder if I would find it too far from water. Um, but yeah. I often like, I don't know where I would go outside Toronto to tell you the truth, so I have a hard time answering this. But um, places like, I might even go as far as like Cremor mm. or Orangeville. Right. Or something like that. Orangeville's hot this year. I like Orangeville. Yeah, mm. Collingwood's nice. Like, I'm not. Um, I don't think I'd ever leave the city, but if if I did, that that's not a bad place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, East End, there's some cute communities. Like, I know Durham really well. There's some great little areas there that I would I would consider. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd be more inclined to the Oakville side of life. And and in the same context that we've been talking about, I don't think I'm the person for Prince Edward County because it's just I think no, so but clicky. God, it's cute though. Very cute. Yeah, but too clicky. Yeah, I don't know enough about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and just to, I, I'm just, I don't think I could, I don't think I could be that far from an airport. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that is a consideration for me. I think sometimes, you know, and I think to myself, well, how far is that from the airport? Mm-hmm. I always think about it. It was part of the, especially with Porter, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, even being midtown, it's like, well, then you got to go to Pearson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that I'm going anywhere, <laughs> but I'm always thinking about the airport, <laughs> just in case. So this is the most rambling conversation we've had. I hope people enjoy listening. Yeah, it's to been us rambling, rambling, but yeah. uh, I think it's. I think there've been some insights there too, though. Well, hopefully, mm-hmm. I guess we'll. <laughs> we would <laughs> we'll take that it. because we're a little biased. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm brilliant. <laughs> okay, well, we promise to come up with more interesting and and uh, I didn't say it wasn't purposeful interesting. It was just rambling. <laughs> purposeful next next time. Yeah, just uh, prompting you to give some thought to what's important to you in your community that yeah, you're looking for. Exactly, so, things you might not have thought about before. So that's I think right. that's always worthwhile. There you go. Uh, all right, that's it. We'll wrap. We'll, we'll put you out of your misery now. <laughs> this is it. So um, as I mentioned, please subscribe. And uh, you wouldn't want to miss another one of these (laughs) next time. So subscribe so you can catch it. And then make sure, uh, of course, to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Janelle Cameron Team. And um, we would love to hear your feedback. Yep. All right. Okay. So we will see you next time. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron Team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.